What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Let Us Sip. It's your girl, Brittany. And Josie Sophie here. And we are back with another week of news, things you need to know. What the fuck has been going on? Too <laughs> How much. was your week, so? Too much, man. Too much has been going on in this week. Too much. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. It's been an interesting week, to say the least. The um, least. Right. So, you know, before we go on with the show, we had a, a totally different show planned, but we cannot ignore the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is your boy, George Floyd, who was murdered by a punk-ass cop in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He knelt on Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds while Floyd was handcuffed and complaining of him not being able to fucking breathe. And that nigga just didn't give a fuck. Horrible. 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 And then I've seen they have put that in the complaint. He nailed on his neck for that long and continued to do it for two minutes and 53 seconds after George was either unconscious or dead. Deep. Right. Deep. Like, who who are we supposed to? I said, you know, it's the whole notion somebody getting killed, call the police. Who do we call when the police are the murderers? That's ultimately who we calling. Mm-hmm. Nobody shit. Then you got them fucking white people out there uh, taking justice into their own hands and making citizens arrest and don't even know what the fuck is going on. No idea. No fucking clue. It's just a fucking, it's sad that it's just repetitive of what's going on. Like, bruh, this nigga's complaining about can't breathe and get him the fuck off the ground. Very simple. Get him the fuck very fucking simple. You just had somebody a couple years ago out here in Staten Island, New York, same shit. Like, get him out of the chokehold. Like, he's saying he can't breathe. And right. that's why it is. I always try to look at different aspects of it because ultimately we're not police, right? Who knows what we're going. But if someone says that they can't breathe because of the position they're in, just move them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really not that hard like because you know people always you know we watch cops and stuff they be like my arm they really don't be the arm but just move them it's not that complex exactly. change the position they're in and if they're still talking about it like come on now it, it's ridiculous and then the boldness of the police basically not giving a fuck that you had you're on camera people are watching this and you still had no remorse for this man's family or anything that, you know, like, where is the the decency, the common human decency in all of this? Like, mm-hmm. that man, he just, he, he just looked at him as an animal. Like, that's he don't cool. belong to nobody. Like, that shit doesn't matter. And that's why this is going on. This is why the riots are happening is because, and before we get it even deeper into it, you know, this is geared towards racist people. So right. we're going to throw the word white around. We're not talking about the white people who actually give a damn right. and give a fuck. We're talking right. about the racist people and that those racist people come in plenty of colors. So right, right now we're talking about racist white cops. 
<laughs> right. That's what it is. They got to understand it's a war between black and racist. It's not about black and white. It's not about rich and poor. It's black and racist people. Racist people come in our skin color. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have a habit. That's why I was like, we have to learn to start policing ourselves also. It's a lot of instances that this, that's the first thing we do is pick up the phone and call the police. And you know, ultimately, especially if it's a, if it's a black man, this can go way to the left. Can mm-hmm. you yourself diffuse the situation before you call them crackers up? Because once you call them, once you make that 911 call, it's it, for the most part, it goes to the left. And you could, can't blame no one else, but you, everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe you call the cops on him. Mm-hmm. What did you think that was going to happen? Right. And then they don't get into the specific, you know, your son got schizophrenia. You just call him up. Oh, my son, wilding. No, say on that 911 call, he has a mental illness. These police are going into this guns drawn, ready to go. Right. Because like, they scared. We are guilty for a lot of things. It is that are happening to try and a lot of stuff could get diffused by us and they don't even need to call 911. I'm not saying like somebody got a hammer run up to them trying to take the gun, but there are instances that police did not need to be called. Mm-hmm. So nobody don't like to intervene, but they don't, they hate the outcome, but they run when it is that they have the opportunity. Right. And that's just the same thing with, um, the woman that was killed in Kentucky, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that was unfortunate, but she's the victim at the end of the day. And they're basically trying to bring up her past. Like Breonna Taylor was shot in her own home and these cops decided, well, they claimed that they had a no knock warrant to go Mm -hmm. and search this woman's house under whatever false pretenses they had, but you shot and killed this woman in her bedroom. She has no criminal record. And then when her family makes us think about it, they want to talk about, oh, well, she quit her job. What the fuck does that have to do with her being asleep in her own home? And of course, if somebody run up in your shit and you got your gun, you're going to bust back because you have to, quote unquote, stand your ground right and that's the same shit that happened with george zimmerman he was standing his ground not minding his fucking business and now look at what happened it's ridiculous it's, it's really ridiculous and like their whole police department they like they have to take responsibility of having fucked up cops in these precincts like if you have a thousand good cops and you have 10 bad if those thousand of good cops do not say, yo, this shit is wrong, you now got 1,010 bad cops. You're mm-hmm. just as bad as him if it is that you're like, this is fine, this is okay, let's wait till... No, it's not okay. It's it's not. You might yourself might have never had no incident, might have not fired that gun at all, but if it is for some reason that you're just siding with it because this color of blue, you're wrong too. Right. You're wrong too. Yeah, and then what's frustrating is like me being a mother of a young black boy, you know, I feel for a lot of the parents who, well, the mothers who have to bury their children due to a lot of situations that could have been avoided. Same thing with what you said with like the mental issue situation. If you're going to call the cops, you got to be prepared to deal with what's going to happen because you can't take it back, unfortunately. 
but you know I look at my son and to me he's always going to be my baby whether he does wrong or whatever he turns out to be in life and sometimes I watch him sleep and I'm like you know you're my baby but these people are looking at you as a monster or as a threat when you get older and it's fucked up because you know we have to teach our children how to respond and act around police like you can Mm -hmm. do everything i told you by the book and it depends on what kind of day they having Mm -hmm. you can listen and they still gonna beat your ass or you still Mm -hmm. may not make it home to me and it's it's heartbreaking to think about it because it's like being able to get home safe is a blessing that you know a lot of people don't sit there and consider and take for well they take for granted mm-hmm. i feel i feel you because like you and then my cousin or her son she even we was conversing the other day and it's like why do you have like they wanted to start in schools to have special classes for the black boys to teach them how to interact with polio like why are we in a country that you have to do all of that like mm-hmm. that is gross it, and it's so we just can't be us and that's and that's the the horrible thing. It's like not everyone they run down on is no drug dealer, no robber, no that's just a regular working person. You can have a man that does a nine to five and you still scared for him to go outside and interact with police. And it's not even about mm-hmm. him having fifty packs on. He's just a regular working man like majority of Americans, but because of his skin color, you still got a word. You still might hit his phone more than once because that's just the world we live in. Like you good? It ain't about mm-hmm. me thinking you with any other bitches or anything like that. Are you good? And that, that's what I've done ran into people and they live in like hood neighborhoods. And I'm like, listen, I don't care if you come home with 50 bitches. You don't have to FaceTime. That's not what I'm calling you for. I know you in a town that it goes down. Did you get inside the house safe? That's all it is that I care about. Not about nothing else, really. Right. It's, and then my father, he had texted me the other night And he was just like, you know, y'all good out there? And I'm like, yeah. I said, we fine. He asked me, he was like, well, did you, does little man know what's going on? Is he asking questions? And I'm like, I refrain from talking about stuff like that with him or around him because he's only five. But it makes you think twice because it's like, well, shit, that the little boy Tamir, he was 12. Right. And he was murdered by a cop. So it's like, uh, when when do you have that conversation? And right. he asked me the other day, he was like, can I be a firefighter? And I'm like, sure, you can be whatever you want. And he said, can I be a policeman? And I'm like, mm, right. maybe firefighter is the safer option, unfortunately. Right. And that is so wild. We just can't just be us. From the day mm-hmm. it is that a child is born, it's like, we have these names that might possibly mean something to us, but we're like, ah, it's bad enough for the skin color. Oh, we don't want to name this child this because we want to make sure they get it. We just can't be us. And th- and that's right. just a sad thing. Like, you shouldn't think like, oh, shit, if I put a quan or a tie in it, they might not get hired. Like, that shouldn't, mm-hmm. that, that, that shouldn't even be an option when picking names. Like, your name should be able to be, my ass needs to get scratched, and they still look at you <laughs> the same way, regardless of your name, your skin color, your or all of that. But it's, it's, that's not reality, and it's disgusting. 
Right. It's like they love our culture. All the time. You drop, put me, say, motherfucker, go into that goddamn time machine, spin around four times. Okay, you're out. This is what's happening. This, 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 this. What year is this? Never 2020. Never. Never, never. 1824? (laughs) Might as well be. And then what's so crazy is it's like they love our culture, but they don't love us. They hate us. Oh, always. Like, accept it as a whole. Don't pick and choose. You want the hairstyles, the music, Mm -hmm. the brothers. They might look okay, but ultimately, when it comes down to it, you're not for us. Don't take, don't jack our whole shit, but don't want to jack us. Like, come on. Take it as a whole. We're a group together. We're complicated people just like you guys are, but it's it's scary because it's like my son will never get the same privileges as a white boy his age he'll never get looked at the same way they look at a little white boy oh he's just harmless and it's even crazy as like you know we go out for bike rides as a family and mm-hmm. you'll have the white people that'll smile and speak to him but mm-hmm. won't speak to us or they look mm-hmm. at us like we crazy because we're a young black family that rides bikes. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't no BMX or nothing. We just trying to get some air, trying to do something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, that's that's, that's normal. <laughs> it's it, yo, know, I swear, it's crazy. It's like how we all are like how pit bulls are, right? So you know, once it is, it'd be a whole bunch of group of other dogs. They see the pit bull, they just automatically think that he's gonna terrorize everyone. He's gonna bite everyone. But ultimately. It is up to how that dog is raised. My cousin had mm-hmm. a pit bull that was soft as hell. Anyone could have come in that gate. That pit bull ain't do nothing to nobody. They ended up stealing him because he was so damn nice. Like <laughs> people in the hood ended up taking him because he was just nice to everyone. But just seeing it, just the breed of that dog, just and it goes the same way for us. Just the skin colors are automatically, uh-uh, they violent. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Don't get too And close don't let them be tall bite. and thick. They tall yeah. and thick, they're an automatic threat, and that's fucked up. It and it's is. like, even with Karen, the, the white girl in Central Park, mm-hmm. like, they people were more outraged that she choked the shit out the dog versus what she was Boy. trying to do to Homeboy. She was trying to get Homeboy assassinated, and she said it flat out. Like, uh-huh. she knew what was going to go down, but everybody was enraged because they was like, yo, she choking the shit out the dog. of course it's like all right so it's like white people then animals especially dogs and then every nationality in the world and then us we're like the last (laughs) we're the last on the list so you got a dog i don't know you you asian folks and you know all of my dogs are before them i just want to let you know that right being an uproar for them pets then y'all dogs then us they right. did definitely. No, they see. I see. They got a whole Instagram page for Karen. Like it's just mad <laughs> white instances of white women ODing with some racist shit for no reason. You seen this? Mm-hmm. So, so let's get into this. This whole that kicked off, right? We got this dumbass president that's in office. I swear to God, his his tweets and posts that are underlined is to kick off the violence. And then when the violence happened, it's like what? Why would they do yep, that? Yep, you throw you the, the rock thug. and hide your hand. You are the thug. You're the one that's tweeting mad shit from that Oval Office, okay? And when it goes down, it's, these guys are thug. No, you're the thug. 
for God's sake, Twitter wanted to pull down his goddamn tweet because it was promoting violence. Like, this is what you're doing. It's not us. And he don't get it. He don't get it. That's the thing that bugs the fuck out of me. And then when he he posted... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I said he's like that friend who we were talking about. He's like that friend that's in the club with the most mouth talking hella shit. The fight pop off, he's nowhere to be found. When y'all go outside, he'll be, yo, I was trying to bounce this. They hit me up. No, Mm -hmm. you ran. (laughs) You just kicked it off, your big ass mouth, and then when it went down, you was gone. That's Trump all day. Yeah, that's some bullshit. It is. Also, I seen that. I started looting. We shooting. What? 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 You are supposed to be the person over this country. What type of response is that to what's going on? Are you kidding me? Like, it is really disgusting with that guy. It really is disgusting. Like, what? Right. Like, did you just say that shit out loud? Did you? And and, like, that's that's the problem. That and is the, the social media want to pull it down because you're promoting violence. Like this ain't something that's in our mind. This, this like this ain't something we're making up. They don't allow violent tweets, sir. And that's what you're Thank saying. You. Like, that's why they <laughs> wanted to kick you off. That was he's violent. Those, and he's also one of those people. You know, people that just don't take responsibility for their own shit. Well, and I have mm-hmm. I hate people like that. It's like. Don't, when I bring, address to you what you're doing, don't tell me, well, I did this because so-and-so is happening. Oh, because, you know, there's a, no, we're, we're talking about what it is that you just did was wrong. Right. Oh, oh you know, shit. you guys, you don't mind on Twitter uh, spreading the propaganda about China. We, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the tweet that you posted to promote violence was absurd and wrong. That was it. And then how he, he said um, he watched all the shit go on nice and comfy within the confines yeah. of the White House. And I'm like, yo, they only they only protecting you because they took an oath saying they had to. But I know it's at least a few of them motherfuckers like, yo, if I could turn the blind eye, they would have mm-hmm. been served that nigga up. Hell like, yeah, but that's why I said I fuck with you Americans, but ultimately, we was in another dictatorship. We was in another country. This right hand serviceman possibly would have been headed, would have already been yep. like they don't play yep. that shit over here, over there. Here we're like, I was so passive people. That's why once it is that okay, he kicked it off. It started with the riot and the protest, and then it went to looting. I was very surprised at the tri-state area that they actually got involved because for the for the most part, Midwest they get it cracking. That's why it is they like, mm-hmm. oh mission. West Coast, they get it cracking. Down South, they get it going. But this tri-state area, these Northern Eastern people, we're so passive. Like, we're just into making money, going to work. And really, that's it. Those yeah. Down South niggas, that's why it'd be murders and they be catching your body somewhere in some wood somewhere. They don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. Us up here, it's right. like, what? We got to go to work. Like, what are you talking <laughs> But they set this up for us. Like, you cannot have people back against the wall. You ain't dropped no other stimulus check. On top of this, this what's going on with the economy and with this racism shit, it's not going to work. Enough it's like is enough. One, at one time, right, we, people have something to look forward to. And even me, myself, when it is that our people might, someone might piss me off, I'm just thinking like, yo, I got this career. I got to go to work tomorrow. I can only do but so much because I'm going to be in somebody goddamn precinct and I need to clock in to mm-hmm. work. They don't have that. 
Okay, so this is a whole nother like fuck it. I go to jail. I go. A lot of people did stop grinding. They're like, yo, I could get fired. I gotta go to jail tomorrow. I gotta put food on the table. No one's living that lifestyle for the most part in the country. So it's go. You can't put someone back against the wall that has nothing to lose. It's gonna go totally to the left. Right, and they mad, and they. I mean, you got rights. Like, how many times is this shit gonna continue to happen and no justice? Like. I was telling my husband last night, I'm like, well, fuck, why I didn't get the fucking memo about this fucking protest? I'm like, they happening. I'm like, you know, I want to participate, but I'm like, listen, like you said, I I got some things I got to hold on to, but let me have been single. Single and don't, right? And then single and then it's like, no responsibility pain around right that you can't even right. get to the unemployment your food stamps is taking forever to come they don't give a fuck about getting nobody arrested right. like, i have nothing to lose so why not and then i seen like you know once it is this whole i know for up here for new york city is like it was two white chicks i forgot where it is that they came from because it was like that picture of the paddy wagon that it was set on fire so they're like they're mm-hmm. the ones that started it but it's like people get there are people in the mix because they had the, the police, the undercover starting a lot of shit because that's how they want to continuously depict us as animals. Angry. There are white people mm-hmm. running out of these, these places looting. It ain't just us. Right. <laughs> and shit, Brooklyn is full. Looting. Brooklyn is full of white people and them people mad. Because, I mean, you look at it. The rent is fucking astronomical at this point all these local businesses are closed like you said unemployment taking forever mm-hmm. like they upset mm-hmm. they done sat here and gentrified the fuck out of these places and now their investment they're not getting the return and people mm-hmm. are angry they're mm-hmm. angry so mm-hmm. you know it's it may not be the right way as far as the looting and stuff like i would say y'all be mm-hmm. a little bit more selective because if y'all fuck mm-hmm. up those other businesses, leave them black businesses alone. Right. They ain't do nothing. Right. So, right. And then, That's yeah, the thing is like, know. when it gets to, what, exactly, Brittany, you're absolutely like, when it gets down to it, do it for a cause. Don't right. just do it because you want to get fly. So let me run into Saks. Let me run into Louis Vuitton. I couldn't get those sneakers. Let me go run up and then get. Do it for a purpose. Strategically plan. I was going like, I seen a picture. It was like a young black chick. She's probably like 32 in front of her beauty salon. She's like, oh, her, her mm-hmm. hair. So probably like, how am I going to get over this? You feel what I'm saying? Like, do stuff that makes sense. Y'all shouldn't be trying to run into the sneaker store that's owned by the black people. Like, come on, fam. Because right. half on. of these businesses been closed for about two months anyway, so there was yeah. no real income coming in. So now on top right. of that, now I got to call my insurance company. And mm-hmm. basically, just because you have insurance doesn't mean that, oh, yeah, boom, 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 we're going to cut that check. Because they right. have to run an initial invest- investigation, too. Right. So and everything you know, that's is done timely. Issue. This is not something right. that's gonna happen over overnight. Like hopefully the people that did this did happen to, they got a little stash somewhere so that they could go dig into. But it's like this shit ain't happening overnight. This is a whole mm-hmm. thing. Like make sense what y'all doing. Makes sense what communities y'all running into. Like I seen like the Chicago, they was like downtown Chicago, Louis Vuitton, all that. Do stuff, make do stuff that makes sense. Leave them hood right, stuff alone. Fuck up alone. their neighborhoods. Fuck and up that, those neighborhoods. Even the like, 
even it's like the the targets and stuff the tar i get it whoever's the owner but this is in your community after the smoke settles these businesses have to rebuild these are the places you're getting food from bruh totally like, tissue take too. that shit downtown like over here take that to park avenue fifth avenue places that you don't need don't be up in harlem destroying stuff don't be in mm-hmm. downtown brooklyn destroying stuff because all of these stores the ones That's that were open, where are you gonna go now where you going? Mm-hmm. Ain't no target. And they're not like, accepting you your ass uptown. They ain't with Definitely that shit. Yeah. They had that they was trying to, the looters was trying to get into the Target in Brooklyn. So I'm not sure if it's the one that's closer to uh, Flatbush or if it's the one on downtown Brooklyn. But like a line of black guys stood in front of it and was like, no, we're not destroying this because we have to overcome this. Where are we going to get the stuff? These are the stores that were open and we were striving over the supermarkets, the targets, the little dollar mm-hmm. stores. If you are wrecking them, once the smoke settles, where are we going to get stuff from? Like you got to think about stuff before you start <laughs> doing this shit. Right. Right. That shit makes so much sense. And then it's like, like now you got to order online. A lot of niggas ain't got no cars. Like you're, you're, you're making this worse than it is already. It's bad already. Right. So like, you know, we're going to continue to send our prayers out to those families. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we do get justice. Like, um, the boy of mine, his mother, she's pushing for the death penalty for them for them people who killed her son. And she got all right. A life for a life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then it's like, we're just living in a society where they always give us just enough, right? Shit was going mm-hmm. crazy. Okay, 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 okay. Let, let, let's give them, let's say that we're going to charge him with murder. Does that mean he's going to be found guilty? Absolutely no. not. But they were trying to give us that little carrot in front of us just enough to keep us running on that wheel, like, okay, 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 yeah, they, they, they kicked it off, okay, but same thing go with jobs, they give you a little punk-ass mm-hmm. raise every so often, just so you don't try and chase your dream, like, okay, 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 I did get a dollar more, what the fuck right. is a dollar, what the fuck is a dollar, what 50 cents, like, that's not <laughs> nothing for me, per, per mm-hmm. day, there's 50 cents on top me. of whatever I make, take it back. exactly, and it's all gone, and I'm only gonna see about five cash from it, <laughs> in the right fucking overtime that's what it is and then and then do stuff if y'all hitting these louis vuitton stores you ain't got no money y'all hope y'all selling this stuff don't be in louis vuitton and gucci and all of this (laughs) just to get fly i see some bags of chanel online i'm like that's what i'm talking about yes they done ran resell try and do that that bust down eight do all sell them to cool the apple store they tracking all their devices these cars y'all stealing you know they got gps unless you were ill nigga then know how to disable gps on a lot of these items your ass is grass <laughs> to be <laughs> honest with you i would i was so with it with that car like i bust through but i don't want that shit i'm gonna use that shit to bust up some other shit like no that's it i, but I like right. the Indian shit that if you've seen the, the, the stolen police horse that would have been me yeah. <laughs> riding around on the police hook. I would have did some dumb shit like that. I just seen a video not too long ago. There's somebody in a Batman costume. Like, he's here to save us. Like, I like dumb shit throughout the mix because it's the horrible thing that's going on. But at least right. there's some humor in it. But it's ultimately, it's just ridiculous. Like, how? You, wait a minute. You got the police horse? <laughs> and that nigga galloping giddy up and through the fucking streets it's like I, I seen the lady with the cheesecake I was happy like finally cause that's my, all my greedy ass was thinking like why nobody ran into a place to get some food real quick 
Nope. That's Ooh, why I'm like, they ain't bust all this loot. I'm like, they ain't bust down home goods yet. Not home goods, home foods. The police was just standing there, like they ultimately they're outnumbered, and that's a lot another reason why that's they, why they feel scared. inferior to black people and also just to people that the the civilians because ultimately it's always more the us than them. That's why when stuff when I seen it happening with this whole COVID and they were shutting down the, the black funerals, letting the white ones rock like. It's too many of us. Like, why are you letting three officers and it's like 70 of y'all bogart and tell y'all you can't do have no funeral? Nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here, what are you talking about right mm-hmm. now? Like, it's 70 of y'all and it's three of them. Come right. on, baby. We got we got to do it. I don't want to at least press them, okay? Because some will back down if you press them. I ain't telling you try and shoot these niggas, but at least mm-hmm. be like, yo, relax, me. Relax, and then when they see it, they're outnumbered, they might possibly relax. Who knows? Right. It's like they're the biggest fucking gang out here. It was was one police got killed. What was that? In Oakland, I believe. Oakland, they killed some one of the cops out there. But it's like, bruh, Stickford was right. I seen something in Jersey that the police were protesting with the protesters, like no justice. Now that's that's like what I said. If you're a police, I know you have to do your job, but ultimately it's a lot of excessive force for no reason. You do gotta mm-hmm. go clocking every day. I don't even know if I was a police officer right now, I'll possibly try and pretend to be crazy just to take a leave because it's just too much shit going on. Like I don't wanna even clock, even if I don't believe in what's going on, I'm gonna have to clock in the work and they gonna give me a hard time people it is i mean that's just what it is like i don't like no confrontation i'm crazy it was a black guy it was a black cop actually and i think it was minnesota don't quote me on it but um he he was arrested for shooting a white woman and he got charged and he's gonna be serving time for killing this white woman so if y'all could prosecute him and I don't even know if that that incident was caught on tape. If y'all can prosecute him, why can't y'all prosecute these men? Why couldn't y'all deliver justice to fucking Rodney King family? Like, yo, they bust right. down on that nigga. Like, right. As like, and as a lot of police have to understand, you are not blue. You're black. Once it is that you cruising mm-hmm. around in the streets, you will get pulled over until you pull out that badge saying, oh, I'm so-and-so and so and then they might rock and let you live. Even though some fucking officers, they still be giving other police officers a hard time and not giving a fuck. But they be, right. oh, I'm this. I, I seen the, 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 little, the dude that was bothering the people on the basketball court and it was the white people playing like soccer or something, the black police, and he's giving the black people a hard time. And the little the, the younger dude ended up punching him in the face. Like, bro, what, what are you doing? You you don't realize once it is that you turn your back inside of that precinct that you clock in every day, you're still a nigga to them. You are still mm-hmm. a nigga to them. Your family is still in jeopardy. Even if it is that you police, you have black younger cousins, uncles, and all of them. They they are still could still get it. They're not mm-hmm. <laughs> exempt because you think you a police. What? Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, not yes. just let, let's not kill each other. So once again, our prayers go out to the families of these victims and y'all protesters, y'all stay safe out there. Um, this is one of the wars that's going to continue on until people wake the fuck up and do something. Yeah.
All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this week's Sip of the Week. If you guys are new to the show, every week we pick a word, and when you hear us say that word, we need y'all to do what, So, Sip, 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 sip. <laughs> so this week's Sip of the Week is going to be the word black. When you hear the word black, we need you to grab a glass and take a drink. So um, I wanted to piggyback off the access anything question from last week, which was uh, who we pick future versus Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know. Like um, we, we kind of said that we were more so in the middle, but mm-hmm. um future with his little toxic ass i don't know i can't i like a little top i like a i like a smidget of toxic let's mm-hmm. let's, let's put that word out there a smidget it's like a little dust like a little of midget like a little sprinkle like you know somebody got some diabetes but they need that little pinch of sugar mm-hmm. <laughs> right high blood pressure that pinch of salt don't be, sh- you should be piling that bitch up. I don't want that. That's not what I want. <laughs> a little fence, you know, a little, like a little, you do some crazy bitch, I will come over there and choke the shit out of you. Stop playing. Oh, okay. That's it. I don't want you to be on your way to choke the shit out of me. I don't want to see you next time. You <laughs> choke the shit out mm-hmm. of me. That's just a little pinch every <laughs> so often. That's all I need. <laughs> but I wanted to kind of talk about, um, Russell and Sierra's situation like you know we watch from afar us in the world of how perfect the couple looks like you know it's amazing on the outside oh look he took her kid in or oh look he bought her masters back for her as a gift um like we always see the the good parts of a relationship, like we call it the highlight reel. Um, And you know, that gets people to push more towards wanting those quote unquote couple goals. And Mm -hmm. we all know it all, it looks like sugar. And a lot of the times, sometimes it just may taste like shit. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. I, I I want, I want reality. Like, I don't want to go into, let me tell you how he put up the toilet, put down the toilet. Like, you don't need to go into specifics. But when I think when, when relationships and their couples and they're in a spotlight, just let people know that you're human, too. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just because you got millions of dollars, it's not me. Y'all don't go through it. You do. Your shit might be worse than mine because I got broke nigga shit happening. Y'all got, he got access to all the pussy because he got all the right. dollars. Your shit might be worse than mine, but you ain't got to get into the specifics of it. But just, I like relationships. Like, we don't always have good days. That's the reality of it. Some days I'll be on 10, he be on two. Some days we balance each other out, and it, but it works. That's ultimately mm-hmm. what it's about, but it work, It doesn't have to be perfect. It works. I don't want this perfect shit. That goes for a lot of stuff, though, I think, for social media. is always that facade or smoking mirrors that everything is just perfect. Even like chicks that are like 
scrippers or upcoming rappers and then no one shows that in between grind time and the scripper will show her starting out then her being this big person and around every rapper or athlete she's not showing you her in the back when she was addicted to cocaine because she couldn't go out there and dance or she had to get drunk every night because this is something mm -hmm. that she wasn't trying to do or her getting because of the drug she ended up fucking with somebody that she didn't want and got raped they're not saying that part but that part is very crucial for the younger kids that are coming up like it's oh, it, shit, shit happens. It's not gonna be you going to the script club and the next day you nail some fucking billionaire raffle. It, that's not right. reality. It's a lot of shit that goes on in the middle of it. <laughs> right. And it's like, shoot, even with regular couples, like, you know, like you said, every day we're not always on the same page. And, right. you know, no relationship is built with you always being on the same page. What the relationship is built on is y'all both having the same goals, the same outcome. Right. You know, everybody has their own race and their own path that they're going to have to follow and travel to, to get to that point. But as long as y'all keep in mind what the end goal is, then, you know, you're going to have bumps in the road. You have to be prepared to know that shit is not going to always be sunshine and, and happiness. Like, can you stand the rain? <laughs> you're gonna have them. You're gonna have them great days. You are. You are. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always, for me, I always tell people all the time, I love love. I love people in relationship. I love them getting along. Shit happens, of course. But ultimately, ultimately, how I look at things, if the good outweighs the bad, thug it. If you right. find yourself miserable seven days out of a seven-day week for four weeks out of the month, for 12 months out of the year, it's time for you to leave. You're killing yourself. You, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're stopping your happiness. That person is not for you. But if it is when you have that sit down with yourself, like, yeah, we beef two days out of the week, but the other five are fucking amazing. You feel what mm -hmm. I'm saying? The happiness has to overshadow the set, and then it's worth it. Cause it ain't gonna be fucking perfect. I'm sorry, we want it to right. be. You want that movie, the fairy tale shit. That's not reality. Right. And then you have to look at what what it is that's making you upset. You know, what is it that's driving you fucking crazy and yet causes y'all to beef those two days out of the five? Like, is it something that communication can help with? Or is it something that maybe someone else needs to feel like Joe Button? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> or is it something deeper than maybe it's you? Like, you know, going through this quarantine issue and having to readjust to the new normal, I had to ask myself that same question. Why am I so upset? What am I doing? Like, you know, it's easy to pile your issues and hurt or anger or whatever it is on somebody else, but you have to reflect and see what's making me so upset. Like, you know, like at first, shit, shit wasn't pretty. And what kept me in the game is the fact that I made a vow to this man that even on the days where we not seeing eye to eye, I was going to be there and put him first. So, you know, I don't, I don't like to go back on my word. If I say I'm going to do something, you know, bear with me sometime because it may be a struggle, but you know, I like to stick to my word. And I felt like 
That's one of the promises that we had before God that I was going to work this out. So Mm -hmm. you have to pick and choose your battles. Like everybody wants black love, black love, black love, but that shit takes black work. It takes work from both of y'all. And me being in the marriage, I'm understanding that, you know, we all talk about 50-50 in a relationship. You give 50%, he give 50%. It's not always going to be that. It's going to be days where you're giving 75 and he's giving whatever he can and shit. It may not be the whole 30 or 40. He may only got 20 today. But you have to understand that eventually those roles will change. And the same way you want to be forgiven, you got to be open and be willing to forgive that person too. Mm-hmm. And that you took it right, the words right out of my mouth. Like, pick your battles. There's certain arguments that a lot of couples have, just mm-hmm. dating, in a relationship, married, and get all of that divorce. There's a lot of t- arguments that are unnecessary. Like, why are we beefing behind? There's certain things like, a lot of the times that I got home, and I mean, they will go to the heights of beefing behind. She want to do something. That's just not his thing. Why Why is this a continuous argument with the person? You got homegirls and shit. Do it with them. He don't mm-hmm. like doing it. He don't like doing it. It's And that's right. fine. Like You don't need to go to the top and have this big, huge argument over him not wanting to do some shit that you could do with your homegirls because they would love doing it. Like you mm-hmm. ultimately have to, you have to learn to, to pick your battles and also learning people. That has a lot to do because it's a lot of things that I would catch somebody that I'll be dealing with attitude and I know that's just them. It's not mm-hmm. me. It's not what I'm doing. It's because they're doing overtime. They're tired. So they're taking it out on me. But that's that person. Like you have to know who your partner is and that will help a lot of situations. I'm like, yo, she's flipping on you, but it's not me. She got whatever mm-hmm. going on, her mom's, her family. That's why she's doing so. Be understanding towards that. She, you just who it is that she's taking it out on. But right, be you're there. stuff like that <laughs> but at, at the same day at the same time it's like Jill no one wants to be somebody punching bag you feel what I'm right. saying you can't be taking it out on them all the time you gonna get it because you got like shit going on right they have to come too. back or come back to because I know people like even my mother's one of those people that just say some shit off the rip but then she'll come back and be like you know what I apologize like it's okay that you fuck up learn to apologize it goes a long way like I, I knew what it was already, but you just understanding it without me having to bring it to your attention means that you got it. Mm-hmm. And that goes even for back what it else, what's going on with America. And they're like, they're trying to put pressure on other nationalities. And oh, if you're a white friend of mine and you didn't say it, if someone doesn't do it off the rip, that's not how they feel. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to pressure them and say, you should be saying, sorry, oh, this is the, you should say something about what's going on with the, they don't want to. That's not how they feel. If they felt that way, they would do it without you coaching them on how to do it. I shouldn't have to mm-hmm. always pull out the instance in a relationship where you fucking up and then you'd be like, you're right. I'm sorry. My bad. No, you're not getting it because I'm the <laughs> one that always got to point it out. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm sorry. Like it's two parts of I'm sorry. Apologizing, changing. Stop with this. I'm sorry. A hundred times, please. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear it again. Right. I, st- I do that with my son too. He, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, you're not. I said, if you're sorry, you'll show me that you're sorry. You said it. I I get it. Half the time, I'm not going to accept it because you don't even understand. You just know if I say sorry, that means it's okay. No, 
Yes, yes, sorry has to follow. Yeah, yes, yes sorry has to as come with he, is, he just knows this is what I'm supposed to do. So let's mm -hmm. move past this, mommy, because I okay, it might go do the same exact thing, but that's that's why I say it's, it's gotta change it. It ain't just sorry. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's like, you know, a lot of people glorify the pictures that we see because you know Instagram and Twitter and all of that everything is moments being captured so mm -hmm. you know everybody wants the Jay and Beyonce because oh yeah you know they running shit to our knowledge and they look mm -hmm. good doing it so it's like mm -hmm. you know nobody really takes into consideration the struggle behind that picture like you never know Absolutely. they could have just been beefing crazy and mm -hmm. somebody caught a good picture or they beefing, but they got to suck up whatever's going on and deal with whatever business or whatever they had to do. They, whatever previous engagement that they decided that they were going to do before this fight, like shit, the rock nation brunch, everybody throwing the fit. Oh, Beyonce showed up. You don't know. She probably didn't even want to fucking be there. Exactly. She might've fucking hated his guts. But this is something that they agreed that they was going to show up and show face. Like, you know, exactly. with us having the social media and being able to get a closer look at people and these celebrities and what's going on, the only conclusion that I can honestly come up with is now you get to see your idol being human, making real-time yeah. mistakes. Like, growing up, we never thought that Michael Jackson could ever do anything wrong. Right. Or fucking now we, everybody hate fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> right. But like, you I know, we hear, didn't but have that's why it is. But that's why it is the Sierra relationship be like, eh, because it's not all perfect. We know that. Mm -hmm. We Nothing is all perfect. Even me, myself, a lot of times people do that also to sh try and like, who are you convincing? Because all of this smiles and shit, this ain't reality. So who are you trying to, bitches, niggas, or more chicks do it than dudes. They'll be miserable. But just to show whatever bitch it is that he was dealing with or the baby mother, like she's still around and we still together and be fucking miserable. But just mm -hmm. want to show that chick like, ha, look at me. I'm I got still him. Here. As, soon as, that, as soon as that video stops, it's like, I do not want to be with this nigga. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hate this this nigga why the fuck am I here like you don't know how many times the picture we had to take to smile because I don't like him and he don't like me let's mm -hmm. try it again the feeling Ready? is neutral <laughs> and he'll catch the dude eye looking at her from the side okay god take it again gonna catch her side on him all right let's try it they could have took a thousand pictures just to get that one mm -hmm. <laughs> smiling on social media but you don't see that that's the reality but that's how you it's just smoking screens right like how you That's said you gotta do your thing do you stop looking towards other people you're not a fly on what's happening in it it could be it's couples i know that post the most freakiest shit and then if i personally know they're like girl we barely have sex <laughs> I, I, never that online. I mean i'm just as guilty i'm posting some sexual shit every sex hour on the hour it don't mean I'm getting my head knocked off every hour on hour. I would like to. <laughs> but that's just not, that's not reality. Of it. <laughs> and then you got to take it into perspective. I'd be like, oh, when chicks be posting all this dick sucking in some whole shit. 
your man, you be taking your man's chain and his money and putting it on there. So what? Like, what's mm. the difference? Right? What really is it? <laughs> Black magic. Full of capping, 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 capping. Great tails. Whatever looks good. Captain Crunch. What it is. <laughs> you go black it up. Black, 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 black. black, black. <laughs> Shoot. So we posted on. Um, the let us sit page a poll about um keeping your relationship public versus uh private and you know a lot of people i think it was like 67 percent of the people agreed that they would rather keep their relationship private um i i don't agree you know i mean i don't put all my business out there but i i believe in a balance you can be publicly private, meaning, private. meaning you allow people to see and you allow people just enough access as you feel comfortable with. Like, you know, and I think mainly a lot of people may look at public being posting pictures of this person that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a picture. Right. Just a picture. What I, you doing? I, know, I agree. It gotta be. I think it's gotta be like that balance. It's a difference mm-hmm. between being private and being sneaky. You feel what I'm saying? Like if it is, I, and I always say it because I've been, I've seen chicks and they'll be out with a dude, and from my understanding, they fucking with them like that. You feel what I'm saying? But if she takes a picture or doing a video, the nigga run off, but he'll make sure his face ain't showing. Like I wish I would be dealing with some nigga and he run off when I pull out my fucking phone. You better be running to the goddamn mm-hmm. police because I'm right behind your ass. Like <laughs> stuff like that is just you being sneaky. Like it's a way to post strategically so niggas know you off the market. And that's just mm-hmm. it. You don't have to post this nigga 147 billion trillion times, but you mm-hmm. can do it. And and if you have someone like if you go above and beyond to show people that you don't have no one and you do, that's some sneaky shit. That's some shit that I'm not with. Like if mm-hmm. my hand is on the glass and you try to take a pic and realize it and then angle your picture another way so my hand don't be there so the masses could think that you by yourself, that's some sneaky shit. I don't like mm-hmm. sneaky shit private shit i don't need you to be posting me 40 million times that's one thing that i don't please don't god don't because your man's in them you think your man's gonna slide in my dm but <laughs> for other stuff is like if you going so hard you sneaky as fuck bro i, mm-hmm. I hate sneaky niggas sneaky either shit. that or that person belongs to somebody else and you're trying to be funny again <laughs> Or, you just, or else you just want to keep that the door open for other bitches. But this is mm-hmm. what I always tell niggas. And I always be trying to put them on the game. Bitches like niggas to be treating bitches like something. You feel what I'm saying? You think you hiding your bitch is so you could get more bitches. No, show your bitch. Show the world that you're giving your bitch your everything, your all. Bitches is going to slide in your DM. Oh, they like that. Because they want that. Exactly. Like That's the formula for your DMs to be popping is to post your bitch. You keep posting your bitch, y'all going now. You showing her love. That bitches want that. They're yeah. good. So they got the game fucked up. Don't not post her. Do post her. Post her a trillion times. Watch how many bitches gonna flock to you because they want her spot. Mm-hmm. A lot of women like men that are not available, just like a lot of men wouldn't mind dealing with a woman who's not available. It's less mm-hmm. commitment and it's mm-hmm. less shit that you gotta worry about. Y'all shouldn't be fighting if y'all both out here doing shit y'all ain't supposed to be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. I said, just don't be a sneaky nigga. 
Right. Oh, life snitching, nigga. Right. They so just, they don't just need to die. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to highlight some of these couples, some of these black love couples. We picked four. Tried to keep it short, keep it cute for y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Sophie, you want to start? Yeah. So the first couple we got, drum roll, please. Okay. It's going to be it's to me and Grand Hill. That's who it is. We got to me and Grand Hill. So if it is that, I mean, the younger kids possibly don't know too much about because Grand Hill was like one of them old NBA players. So they might not be in the loop to me. It was like back in the day. I mean, Fab had her on a joint not too long ago, but still that's kind of older stuff. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. to me, an R&B singer, Grand Hill, NBA dude. And they've been down for a while. They've been married this year. I believe it's supposed to be 21 years married. Mm. A long time. And they haven't had any scandals. That's that's the shit. Like, it's some couples that have been down for a while. But they 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 got no scandals. But as it is, I was doing the research of them. It's like Anita Baker is the one that hooked them up. They went mm-hmm. on a blind date. They dated for like three years. And then he proposed to her. And I think he, I have read in some uh, some interview, he said something like, they're like, what is it that made you know that she was the one? He said, she cooked me French toast. They're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? He cooked, she cooked you right. He said, because I said to myself, she's beautiful. She's a fighter. She knows how to do whatever. And we're compatible. And she could cook. They'll uh, just sign me up. Right? Simple <laughs> shit like that. But from their lifestyle, that's why it is that I, I even say it, because even though technically they are still celebrities, they don't live that lifestyle. Like they, the, the interviews I see, she's like, we don't go to no movie premieres. We're going to spend the $15, $12 to movies just like everybody else. But I think that helps relationships as far as that whole stardom, the whole fame thing. Like if you one of those people that want to be low, mm-hmm. I think it might work for you. And from reading with Grant Hill background, his parents were married for over 30 years. That's always something to me that I always be saying. If, if your parents are stand up and they raise you right, you should be wanting to follow in those same, those same footsteps. You got some fuck boy, fuck girl parents. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't need to go it to work. Not, <laughs> it, it might not work. But she has said the same thing like it is that you have said, Brittany. She's like, we're not going to see eye to eye. So it's like, it's not looking about in the eyes of each other. It's about having the same direction, which makes mm-hmm. so much sense. Like you want to be, oh, we're here at forget about that going forward are we on the same page because you're not going to be eye to eye every day mm-hmm. you're not you're not you're gonna have them days when this shit ain't gonna work can you tell your lawnmower he, man he needs to relax <laughs> i thought they was just cleaning gutters they came back with a whole oh, it was all nice and quiet all your hits Oh, oh, God. I gotta go over the side, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> homeownership. That's all you gotta right. say next time here. Listen, homeownership, niggas is cutting the grass. It is what black, <laughs> black, 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 black. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Somebody gotta do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the next couple I wanted to shine some light on is I want to talk about Uncle Snoop and Shantae Brodus. Um, They've been married since 1997. They were high school sweethearts. So 
they were together before Snoop got his big break and all the bitches came. They was probably still there, but it wasn't as prominent. Um, apparently, they actually almost called it quits in 2004. But I guess mm-hmm. they were able to see the value in each other because there was a quote of her just saying that, you know, neither one of them ain't going to really go nowhere. And um, she felt like what they had together, it just worked with mm-hmm. each other. So, you know, that's her way of saying, you know, she saw the outcome. She saw the vision. And yes, he fucks up and she got to get his ass together from time to time. But, you know, apparently she's not willing to just walk away from that relationship. Because, I mean, what, that's 20 years of your life that you can't get back. So mm-hmm. she has to find out within herself if he's worth the work. Right. That's a lot. That's why it's like, is it the dating scene is messy enough on, in, in my age, right? That whole life, 25, 35, or 30 to 40 age range. Could you imagine being back on this dating scene, being some goddamn late 50s and the 60s? And I see it all the time with my aunts and stuff like that. Like, bro, mm-hmm. I do not want to be dating at this because. Once you get that old, you're setting your ways. So either mm-hmm. you're adjusted to whoever it is that you were dealing with, how it is that he was, how it is that you work for him, or if you've been single for a while, how it is that you work by yourself. So now I got to learn somebody all over again. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Or and you ain't got the time age, you had before. You're gonna, exactly. Or at that old age, you want someone to... It, Humans don't like budging anyway, especially males. So you're going to have to try and recreate and think that they're going to change how this grown-ass man or you even being single got to change shit. That's a lot, bro. That's mm-hmm. a lot. I don't yeah. want to do that shit. <laughs> right, you don't do that shit now. So imagine being 50, having to start all over again. No. Mm-hmm. No, I no. But, that, but I be saying to like my aunts and stuff, cause they don't be budging for shit. I'm like, bro. Y'all not the youngest chickadee out the daggone pack, okay? So you can't be so mean because these niggas is going to be turned off and you're going to have to go to the next nigga. Like, you got to be willing, just relationships in general, you got to be willing to budge. <laughs> but when you get old, like I said, man, you be setting your ways like, what? Budge what? This is what it is. And that's it. Budge these nuts. nuts. <laughs> black, 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 black. what but you (laughs) so um before we well no yeah before we get into the next couple um we did come up with a question and it was basically talking about cheating you know we've talked about it before but i want to know sophie what would you let me see how many times would you take back your significant other if they cheated on you? Because Shantae was quoted saying not to ask her for any relationship advice because she didn't took her nigga back 81 times. And I've been that person. I've been a guy. I posted that meme, all, all of it. Like I said, a lot of the times I be talking my shit, but I be listening to my own self when they're like, stupid motherfucker, wake your ass up. But <laughs> I think I think it's about the person it is that you're with what's going on with it 
Like, especially for couple for couples, it's a lot of couples that I've seen that I'd be like, they gotta work it out because it's it's the money behind involved in it. Like with Ti and Tiny, like when they was going through whatever, like you can't cancel mm-hmm. this show. Like you got money behind it, the, the, the brand of your marriage. Like you, it's a lot it, that you're gonna lose. So for me, it depends on what we got invested in it. Not only time, but if it's any property, if it's any kids, so certain mm-hmm. certain instances like that make you double look stuff or, or you know try and be like okay you know we got something bigger than just me stop fucking with you it's, it's right. other shit we got going business something like that and then who is with because it's been dudes that i find out they busting a funky move after they told me they bust <laughs> a funky move for me just find it out they're out of here done first time it's dudes that they on time let me think nine nine million five hundred that <laughs> like that is that many so it really depends on you my feelings towards you i think for a lot of times for i think humans but more women we just don't want to start over again like oh, fucking god here we go this shit mm-hmm. i done tried to work it out a million and i know that's me that's why when i do walk away even if you are a person that i gave you nine million choices i'm fine with that because i know i tried I tried mm-hmm. over and over and over again, and this shit just ain't working. Mm-hmm. But like I said, ultimately it dep- depends on who it is. It's not even about fucking, because that's how I was when I was younger, and I made a lot of decisions in life not dealing with dudes because the sex wasn't a one. How these streets are is hella mediocre dick out here. It's hella <laughs> mediocre. Dick. So it ain't even about that. <laughs> it's about the vibe more than anything that's why i said always he try to outweigh is the good is the good overseeing the bad really mm-hmm. but it just it just depends like i said nine million five hundred and sixty what time what number we on here with that but just the thing is that we we be it be so fucked up because i'm how i am now how i used to be two totally different people but it's like when you tell somebody like nigga, I was the piece of shit back in the day. You don't know that, Sophia. But it's like, mm-hmm. why do you why I gotta go there for? You feel what I'm saying? Like, take my word for it. Why I gotta show you I'm not that person for you to fuck with. But then mm-hmm. be like, people know that they have you have a soft spot for them, they just be poking that bitch, poking it. But we mm-hmm. all humans. Some get tired, like when people see relationships, they be like, Oh my gosh, I wish I could be with somebody so that long. You don't know what the fuck they went through. You might have been going the first month, the second month. She just riding it out for these couple. You have no idea. And you mm-hmm. gonna interpret. I think people always get it, but everybody gets it at a different time. Some it be the next week, some it be the next year, some it be 20 years, and you like, this ain't it for me. This just this just ain't it. But I think, I hope. In my mind, even if you're on your deathbed, you're gonna get it. Hopefully, it don't be too late. <laughs> I mean, my like, hope it don't be too late. Right. I mean, my thing is, so what happened? Like, I would like to know what the issue was, and you know, cheating. We all said that there were different levels of a cheat. Mm-hmm. What happened? Why? Right. What's going on? Right. And if that person, like you said, if you know your partner. And you can come to a level-headed agreement that, all right, maybe it wasn't that bad. Or, you know, you can, you can sleep with yourself and your decision. Then, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it may be once. Sometimes it may be multiple times. But it's ultimately up to you. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do like- you feel is your breaking point? 
Yeah, and and just like you said, it do also have a lot to deal with how it was done. Like, would mm-hmm. you mess it fuck? You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of instances with me with dealing with people, whatever the case, right? When I look back at stuff, just how it was handled, I've lost respect for you as a man. It's just mm-hmm. certain things it is that I shouldn't have to, as a female, put you on because niggas, niggas don't like taking game from females. Cause they even even when as you become you know, when your son gets older, like you need to listen to your mother before your father because your mother mm-hmm. got gang gang. But they mm-hmm. always wanted to come from their father, their cousin, their whatever. And I used to have try to have a talk with his family, like one some one of y'all niggas gotta put him on. Cause he ain't gonna listen to me because I'm his chick and on top of that, I'm a chick. So he don't mm-hmm. wanna take the game from me. But it's certain things you're not supposed you're not supposed to be having bitches follow your bitch in your crib you talking about these is di- now now you're messy with it you fuck, right. if i get into any conversation with a bitch all she supposed to tell me is yeah he fucked me a couple of times i sucked this dick up that's it mm-hmm. you ain't supposed to be spending no money on this bitch once it starts getting into stuff like that like now i'm losing respect for you as a man i now even us getting back together if we decide that i'm looking at you in a different light because mm-hmm. you did the most you supposed mm-hmm. to just be fucking her and that's just it bye bitch I got a wife or a shorty at home. I, mm-hmm. I ain't here for the headaches or whatever. If you're doing too much, I got to go. Because ultimately, if it's a comparison between you and her, I'm going to pick her. It shouldn't be a back and forth and what should you do. If at any time, and for me in relationship, if anyone jeopardized what I got going on, they're out of here. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. It's nothing else for us to talk about. Unless it's like people like M.A. and stuff like, oh, that's your man. You going to shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. I knew him before I knew you. It ain't even that type of situation. Don't try and like, once it's in stuff that makes sense, like, don't talk to your mother. Shut up. Shut up. You're just saying stuff to just talk. You feel what I'm saying? But if like, if it's some outsider, like, oh, you don't like this person, or that's your man, you start far block him, done, done, done. Whatever makes you feel comfortable in a relationship, as long as it's not crazy, fine. Mm-hmm. But if someone is jeopardizing your relationship and it's you still fucking with it, I can't fuck with you. If I'm like, right. yo, this is your ultimatum. Get rid of Shorty. And Shorty's still in the mix. Clearly, it's something there. So go over there. Be happy. Do what it is right. that you do. Leave right. me out. Count me out. Right. And shoot, like my husband, he told me he got a lot of his game from his mother because his mother was raw about the shit. Like she showed him. Like one time he told me a girl tried to um pull the oh, I'm pregnant shit and tried to get money out of him for an abortion and the girl really wasn't pregnant he's like he told his mother she's like uh-uh tell that bitch come over here <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like uh-uh, tell her we can go together because i'm not i she said i played that game before i lied and told a nigga i was okay. pregnant and got the money and boogied on him so i'm exactly. like and then it also and comes have- up to what's your what's your limit what are you not right. gonna deal with you know right. you know when you're fed up and like as i'm getting older and being in a real relationship i realize you know you can't judge people for going back and making those mistakes and taking niggas back like like you said people don't want to start over and people are set in their fucking ways and you used to certain things but you know when you have reached your limit and your peak right. with with right. your partner, whoever you want to call them, you know when enough is enough. Right. So I was talking when I be talking to my friends, they be like, "I'm over this nigga." Ooh. They get back there, "I'm over this nigga." Ooh. You're not over them. You just complaining. You just wanna. You just wanna complain about because if you were done, you would be done. 
Mm-hmm. It's no coming back. It is no coming back. Cause I've had instances before with niggas and I would like I don't I I always end off a relationship not on no beef and shit. So we we could be cordial and all of that. But as far as us fucking with each other again, nah, no way. I'm done. Like you getting side chick chicks pregnant. It's a lot of shit that people be doing that this ain't part of the game. Like wh- what are you what are you doing right now? Now I can't fuck with you, not because you cheating, but it's how it, it, it always be. It always is never about the lie for me or all about the cover up. Because when mm-hmm. I be sitting down, I'm thinking like, yo, bro, you really went so much out of your way for it for me to think something else. Like, that was so corny. Like, you really did all of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are doing the most. If you mm-hmm. got to lie that bad, Clearly, you don't want to be in a relationship. Go and be single so you don't have to do that. You shouldn't right. have to have to leave the bitch house early in the morning and come home and make sure you FaceTime me so I can see your head, boy, so I can think that you've been over to at, sleeping in your house the whole time. You sh- you're not inviting bitches to your credit. If you're going that far, go and be single. That's mad work, my nigga. I'm not leaving. I tell you something. If I'm busting moves, I'm not making sure I leave the nigga house no four, five in the morning and FaceTime you so you get, hell no, nigga. I'm asleep. I'm right, leaving that nigga house at noon. The fuck, <laughs> is you, the fuck is you talking about? And with some dick <laughs> shit. Exactly. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? What? Leave mm-hmm. so you could think I'm home. Is that serious? Ain't never been that serious to me, bitch. We can't be together. I'm <laughs> sorry to tell you. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this ain't working that out. That ain't me. working. I need, I need to come home from work, lay in my bed, call up shorty, come on over here so I get my dick sucked and I go to sleep. I don't want to have to jump in my car to go to her crib all the time because you're going to see she in my house. Too mm-hmm. much work for me. <laughs> I sorry. So moving on to our next couple, um, you know them. Who I know them. <laughs> I think the whole Who world is? heard about it in 2019. F A B O L O U S. Oh shit! Oh shit! Now you want to take the reins on them? Oh shit! Now. It only took the nigga about 75 years to finally claim the bitch publicly, right? Just a calm <laughs> 75 years. That's a real, a real, that's some real Brooklyn nigga shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I gave it to them Brooklyn niggas. Them niggas be some sneaky niggas, but god damn. It's too, <laughs> too much. She got more, like right. I said, a lot of bitches got a lot of time. My thing is, just don't give that man your good years. That's it. And even when my mother and my father, even though them niggas is BFS, they talk to each other on the phone all the time. My mother used to say like all the time, like, he lucky I'm a Christian. Because if I wasn't, I calmly would have had some other dude up ahead and doing whatever it is that I do. But she said, ultimately, trying to thug it with him, he took all my good years. Now, here I am being 70-something years old. I'm not going on a dating scene or 60-something years old. I'm not going on a dating scene. But you playing around with this nigga in your crucial years, like that good 30 to 40, 30 to 45. After that 45, the knees, the knees already ain't working right in your 30s. At okay? 30. Mm. <laughs> Once mm. you get to them 40s, 50s, Come on, baby. You don't want yeah. this starting all over again. Don't give these niggas and niggas, don't give these bitches the good years of your life. And here you are old and washed up and realize this ain't it. And now you got to start all over. And you ain't the youngest out the crowd. It's kind of hard. 
I just feel bad just looking from the outside. Um, if y'all don't know, we talk about Fabulous and Emily B. Um, apparently, they met back in 2002, and they've been together for well over a decade. But, you know, watching how she was portrayed on the show, it kind of, you know, it hurt my feelings a little bit. I felt bad for her. I'm not going to say hurt my feelings. I felt bad for her because at that time, you know, you can see pieces of yourself in her. And however they edited the show, they just really made her look like a sick, sad puppy. And, you know, social media and we just us being people, we kind of just ran with it. Like, yo, like I wouldn't date a nigga that didn't claim me, but let's be honest. How many bitches really dealt with a nigga who did not claim them? Like mm-hmm. we may not that's have a, known that's, it. That's, that's, <laughs> sneaky nigga. that's that sneaky nigga that I'm talking about. It wasn't a private relationship. It was sneaky. It was sneaky mm-hmm. as fuck. Because if you see how much they around to each other now and they leading us with it. Right. But ultimately you got to think like, she really been around like this all the time. It's just mm-hmm. that he's now posting the pictures. Like she really be in the mix every single day for the most part with this nigga. And he used to post her at none at all. And I, right. like I said, just how it is that you said, I, like I had dudes like, oh, you worried about social media, but you know, you the one that comes to my family, barbecue family, this, my family know you, my best friend. Yeah, but you're being sneaky. Ultimately, nigga, you're being sneaky. If your page mm-hmm. look like a single man and I'm not no... You, you're being sneaky and that's that's just it but they mm-hmm. was leading us with it so if he right. finally and that was the cleanup the thing, it, it shouldn't but it shouldn't have to get that far with that'd be my shit it's like why do we have to go there like a whole domestic violence charge and you then you see you know what she done with me you feel what i'm saying and niggas mm-hmm. bitches be putting themselves they be lowering their self-esteem lowering it because at the end of the day a lot of these bitches that be putting up with these niggas be nice like mm-hmm. bitch, on top of uh, on top of niggas wanting to fuck with you because you're fab baby mother. On top of you already being in a mix of it being millionaires and stuff. Like you, you gotta realize niggas would have grabbed her up quick, fast. And right, because she that. had her yeah, and he was scared of that because she had her yeah. own, mm-hmm. and she still has her own. And then now that mm-hmm. you have your own on top of a name for yourself, like yeah, you're the prize. You're the hot commodity. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. He has his, his pluses of being with him, but ultimately they want you. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it is. I like, yo, she, but women don't, women don't be realizing that. And it's bad that it has to go that far for them to fucking be like, all right, let me tighten up. And I hate that. And I always be having niggas like that. Like I got to be on the verge of like, my feet have to be on a ledge and somebody just got to go and I'm done. Then he, mm-hmm. they, they whole shit switch up. They not fucking mm-hmm. with nobody. They doing everything. Is about why I got to go there all the time. Why right. this just can't be you. Like I shouldn't have to pull that card all of the time. Like, yo, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then you totally tighten up. You should just be tightened up. nigga. <laughs> right. Fuck? And then what put a bad taste in my mouth about the whole relationship is it took for that domestic dispute those videos to come out for you to claim her now all of a sudden it's couple goals and couple this couple that black love da 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 and it's like well where was that before all the greasy shit came out mm-hmm. like you know you could have been doing that and fucking bitches because like we said girls don't give a fuck 
if you got a girl or not. So you still could have had your cake and ate it too. But now to me, it looks phony. Like you trying to avoid the feds from picking the case up. They don't. And then at the end of the day, we know fab is fab. So Mm -hmm. don't tell me this. No one, he ain't no saint out here still. Still ain't mm-hmm. no fucking Saint Fab, but it's like exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, don't bleed us, don't bleed us with it. We already know, right? I would have a problem with the niggas so much, but like, look, you wasn't even fucking with me like that until this happened, right? Like, like I said, though, everyone I think gets it, but she was starving. She was starving. Mm-hmm. She, I tell you, she clipped herself because she could have found somebody else that still now to this day that have been like, all right, because you look mm-hmm. like something that ass fat as fuck. And you right. getting a couple dollars yourself. And on top of that, you're a rapper's bitch already. So mm-hmm. niggas already want to hit just because you're a rapper's bitch in the first place. Right, niggas and is you not whack. And, Yeah, exactly. She right. fucked she fuck it up, man. I hope That's Fabulous just... at least... I mean, hopefully he doing what he need to do to keep her happy because, like I said, when couples be that, we're so perfect, still mm-hmm. some shit going on. Right, and once she get outside, don't expect... How to come back once they said yeah. when a good girl's gone, she's gone forever. Yeah, Keep that yeah. in mind. That's like, I mean, well, I had like somebody close to that, and he's like, Emily ain't no saint either. Emily, you know, she don't, they don't publicize the shit it is that she did mm-hmm. to him, which could possibly be true. But right. it's like, bruh, don't you, don't do that to her. You could have been publicly fine with her and she do do what she do and you do what you do. And you'll be fine. Like you see, once a dude, they could talk all that shit. Once they realize that you moved on, moved on, oh, nigga, they can't take that. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Now, they could do whatever with a million bitches, a million different ways, a million different times. Don't you try and do it. They're going to lose it. Right. Lose it. Like, oh, no, wasn't that just you? But you, could, you was having fun. I don't have fun too. That's the perfect. That's the perfect example of your madness behind your pitches. Plain exactly. and simple. And so yeah. <laughs> right. we both gonna play. I'll play. Mm-hmm. Oh God. So finally, <laughs> um, the last couple that we wanted to touch on was Todd Tucker. And Candy Burris Tucker, or she goes by Candy Tucker from the World Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Candy, old escape singer joint was a part of that whole joint, wrote some song. Candy got that bag. Mm-hmm. Candy got that bag bag. Right. She definitely bag, knows bag. how to she's flip. Still, she's still dollar. booked and busy. Yes. She's still booked <laughs> and busy. Don't get it twisted. And if she ain't singing, she doing something else. She was just on a mass singer. Mad singer, like <laughs> right. whoever her publicist is, they made sure that over all these years, because there's a couple joints from some what's her name, they made sure that over all these years that she's actually still booked and busy. They doing their mm-hmm. job, which for real. For- right. Shout out to Candy's team, but um, her and Todd actually met on the set of Real Housewives back in 2011. Um, they married each other in 2014, but the, the crazy thing about their relationship was her mom was not with the shits. Like he was, a sh- I don't want to say struggling, but he had his own business going. I think he was doing something behind the scenes. I want to say like a producer of shows or something like that. 
but Candy was the one that was known and popular and she had already had hush it together as far as her finances. So her mother was worried that this man who made less than her was going to come in and take all her money, which is only right. You know, a mother protecting her cub and want to make sure that, you know, he was her daughter was taken care of. But in the same breath, I give my hat to Todd. He gets a whole salute, a sip of Mm -hmm. black love, black, 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 black. black, black. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to you, Todd Tucker. Look, yes. But that mama, what's her name? Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce. Joyce. She's brutal, bruh. Yes. Brutal. Yes. Like how she acts on that show. Shows always be like a good 30, 40% of real life. You know in real life she turned. You mm-hmm. know she is super with this shit. For like, Todd, you're a good man. Right. I want to shout you out, Todd, because, um, I don't know. Like she was one of the many faces of a mother-in-law that somebody would be scared of. Like, you know how people are the dreaded mother, mother mother-in-law. She played her role and she was not with the shit. She lost her son and all she had was her daughter. So she was Mm -hmm. overprotective over her, which is only right. But I was just like, damn, mama Joyce, give him a chance. That I, she hates she didn't like him fun that's the thing it's like i get it she want to super protect that bag because ultimately she eating off that bag too right and you know right. how women be they be blinded in love and don't care about what mm-hmm. she candy to me doesn't seem like that person she's seen even if it is that she messing with a dude she focused because she that's that's her shit that money that bag that's what she about so mm-hmm. i don't think that she'll be someone that'll dangle off that much to even put herself or her family jeopardizing the bag for no nigga but mm-hmm. mama's still there to make sure if she wants right. to have a default, ain't happening. <laughs> right. But what was cool about it, if you take it and flip it, Mama Joyce probably was the reason why they're thriving because he took it from what it looks like on the outside. He took it as a challenge. Like, you know what? I told you I'm not with your daughter for her money. And that pushed him to be even better. Like, you know, they opened up the OLG back in 2017 and I thought that that was cool how he tried to pay homage to her family and the women who you know he ate her they cooking and stuff and tried to put them on so now they got stopped and they got their own money coming in too like it was a good thing and then it was it was crazy as fuck and then you know they had to blend their families because they both had daughters and apparently mm-hmm. Todd didn't meet his daughter until she was like five. Later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you and know. Todd was a New York City nigga. And mm-hmm. he, then he's in Atlanta. So they, they had a lot of. Uh, they had to get us together over there. Absolutely. Right. Because right, they were set. Candy's family was set mm-hmm. in their ways. Riley had to mm-hmm. get on the train because she was another hard nut to crack. And mm-hmm. then. You know, they were married in 2014. And right after that, his mom's passed away. Mm-hmm. So, they had a you lot know, of tribulations. And right. it, but, you know, I, I like how for this season, because it was like the daughter is whatever, then she still had whatever going on with the baby father, which is Riley's father, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, here come Todd. And then Todd got an older daughter too. And it's like, it's bad enough, like, 
kids when they're younger it's like you're not my dad you right that's always a shit you're not my dad and then <laughs> as they're getting older it gets even worse because it's like where you come from nigga i done been mm-hmm. rocking out with mommy by myself for all these years now here you come i gotta divide this time with her it's just normally just me and mom right. this is what it is right. i'm used to i can't and bust I, in her room that, like i used to right right <laughs> i think it was wild because he still stuck to the original of how he did parenting and so did candy because mm-hmm. candy spoils that girl she get whatever but for Todson, uh, pardon me daughter even as it is that he's making more money he like that nah, she's gonna take the train no she needs to go to work no she needs to do like he's still instilling those values in. so candy be like you know if you leave it up to me i would have bought her car like i would right. make sure that she didn't have to go to work he was like but i can't get into involved in that because he'll chew my head off so she lets him do him and he lets mm-hmm. her do her but as mm-hmm. I seen as this season is going on, like I said, we all got our issues because they was one of those, you know, they freak joints. They got their little dungeon and it works <laughs> out for them. They jumping bitches like check this together and all that. Woo woo. But it's like her bank chasing, I seen the last season, he was having starting to have a problem with because it was taken away from their family time. Like, mm-hmm. all right, bitch, I get you. You're about that. But I'm still here. You right. still got family here. And this last season, they had some surrogate mother. Now they got a brand new baby. Like, you got to get on board with this being at home stuff some a little bit because mm-hmm. you got some shit. You got kids to raise still. They got the little sons they had together that Candy actually had. And mm-hmm. then now they got that surrogate mom child. Right. But I I like that. And I like the fact that he acknowledged that we miss you too. Like, I understand that your family, I mean, well, your businesses, they're thriving and you're a hot commodity, but you're always going to be a hot commodity at home. Like, we're always going to need that family time. And I appreciate him saying that instead of being childish and reacting a different way when all he had to say was, hey, I miss you. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, I took away from it and what I think other people should also think about too instead of being petty in a relationship when it's so damn easy if there's an issue even if you have to rehearse it in your head a few times just say what the issue is say what it is and build from it that's always that's always a big thing like this not the the ill person in a relationship ain't the one that goes off and cheat like Pete, that's those don't be the couples that be fired and oh it didn't work out. Oh, you went over here, he went, oh, y'all not together. No. Y'all went through some, some shit. Y'all figured out you are meant for him or he's meant for you. You feel and y'all mm-hmm. thugged it out and made it work. Cause it's not gonna be all fucking green grass. It's gonna be them little brown patches, but communication. Mm-hmm. Give that person an opportunity to fix it. And I say that shit even with dating, like us as human beings, we always gonna stop doing what we did from day one jobs everything we we slack and it is what it is let me know give me a chance to fix it if it at that point that i'm not fixing it if i find out some shit i could only blame you but so much you told me you had a problem with it i didn't give a fuck i didn't try and fix it i, I just didn't care but try and do, don't put your energy into the relationship you have as opposed to going somewhere else. Because guess what? Everyone is a fucking headache. Mm-hmm. You know, people always be like, let me mm-hmm. go get this person. And guess what? The beginning stage is going to be all Ruha. Oh, yes, yes, yes. After that year, year and a half, two year hit, she's going to be a fucking headache too. And what's going to mm-hmm. happen now? You're done with her. Now's the next person. It's always, it's, it's the common denominator is going to be you. You have to be willing to work for it if you want it to work. Not just busting out and finding 
somebody else. That's not going to work for you. Try to fix it, man. Right. Fix it. Try, try to fix it. Right. <laughs> black, 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 black. I'm telling y'all, y'all got to wait till once it is that we kick off this YouTube channel, which we will. <laughs> the outtakes of this shit, it is. Because <laughs> this shit here, boy, the behind the scenes. Now I be seeing like that. Um, those those be the more interesting parts to me before when people be like on tour when I watch Beyonce, Jay Z, all those. I be like, yo, backstage mm-hmm. popping. I get it now. Yeah, <laughs> the, the shit that they don't show that should be <laughs> yeah be the best. <laughs> so we'll apologize now because it, it went down. Listen, I needed these gutters cleaned. Okay, and I'm not getting on the ladder, and neither is my husband. So I want to thank. My gardener, shout out to you and your family because they working hard. <sighs> but we making it work, okay? <laughs> yeah, life, regular life shit, man. Regular life shit. Right. I'll go so we, do it too. <laughs> we gonna go ahead and get the heck up out of here. Um, y'all stay safe in these streets. Cause... Please stay safe in these streets. Please stay safe in these streets. Especially right. if you're like an older person, you got like a good 13, 14, 15, 16 year old child. They are, they get influenced by so much bullshit on social media. It's like, that's be, I was talking about this to somebody the other day. Be the old dudes like, yeah, go out and mob, stand up for yourself. You never fucking stood up for yourself, you goddamn <laughs> self. Stop telling these younger kids to go outside your punk ass. Are you outside? And they'll just nope. see that and be like, oh, let's go, let's do it. No, 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 no. Have mm-hmm. a conversation. Don't be sneaky kids during this time. Have a conversation with your parents or somebody older because some mm-hmm. shit could happen with you and they don't even know you're outside riding and looting and now you're missing and we're going to see your pictures outside um, part of me on social media saying missing. Let somebody Shoot, know they where might, you're at. They might even put your ass on the milk cart and then the prices go up. Yeah, so please, please, yeah. please, please. Please. <laughs> please. Right. Please be safe. Yes, and we will see y'all next week on another episode of Let Us Sip. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm, well, let me end this off with a drink. Black, 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 black. Black, 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 black. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Let Us Sip. Please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And if you like what you heard, leave us a comment. If you feel like we can do better, leave us a comment too. But be respectful. We read everything and only want to grow. So thanks again for your love and support. And we will see you next week.